Hello friends, hello foe, and welcome to episode two of Committee Nons. My name's Jono, and joined with me this week, as he is every single week, is a very special man. In fact, he is the first singer to ever be introduced into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's Mr. Joshua Petrenko. That's me. I'm the first singer ever to be ro- to be introduced to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's I a, would say it's an honor to be there. It's an honor to be here, and I'll say I will say a song about red penguins was a rare thing to be accepted by the academy because that's it obviously works. that does it the whole fame and it worked <laughs> it worked i'm here and you know what well, we've sure one day we've nearly sure... weren't here because we have had at the absolute hell trying to get this uh recording going this and, is the problems of melbourne's lockdown an absolute shocker of getting this of this getting this recording going but we're here and i will say I'm sure in the future we may hear the Red Penguin song, but right now, who knows what that sounds like. I'm sure it was fantastic. I I reckon it was. (laughs) But another thing, Joshua, that was an absolute shambles was our biology career. Now, (laughs) you and I have made some bad decisions. Not your typical teenager bad decisions, but biology is by far the worst decision we've ever made. I don't know why we decided to do it, but we did. And... There's one specific prac that I remember where I think our teacher who always kind of had faith in us went, oh, (laughs) these guys are lost causes. Now, what we had to do is it was we had some bacteria in a dish because that seems to be a thing that you you do in science. They just have bacteria lying around in dishes. I will say, Jono, first of all, going into this story, that's true. We 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 made a bad decision choosing biology. I will say, compared to other bad decisions, it probably wasn't the worst bad decision. Getting someone pregnant, gr- not a great decision. Not a good decision. Uh, uh, doing drugs, probably not a good gr- decision. Doing no. biology, I'll put it up there with both of those, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I reckon doing copious amounts of cocaine and doing biology are definitely on a level playing field. And I will but- say, sometimes maybe those two go together. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. If we had have pursued it, it would have. So <laughs> yeah, we, exactly. had, we had our dish of bacteria and what you had to do is you had to inject a certain amount of caffeine into it and you would monitor it on a microscope or whatever, whatever it is. And you had to like track the heartbeat, the rhythm of the bacteria because they would like all beat as one. And I remember that it was sort of written down like the increments you had to use, but also we did further math. We're not good at, we're not good at math. We couldn't we figure did, out, you know, we don't know when to divide by a hundred or times by 0.2 of a millionth. Like that doesn't make any sense. I'll to tell us. you, I'll say this, Jono, I'm so bad at math. I can't tell you right now what long division is. I'm, I'm that bad. Look, as someone who is about to complete a science degree and has done some very complex math subjects, yeah, you, never it was... it. you never need it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, first of all, don't pick yourself up. You're doing dirt science. Continue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dirt science. I remember that. I went to the RMIT Open Day and I was talking about, oh, yeah, like I want to do science, but uh, I'm kind of more into like geography. And she's like, oh, I've got this mad soil salinity program. I'm like, I bet you it's not that mad. I'm sorry to burst your bubble up, but I bet you it's not that mad. I but- do I do love those those teachers that are like so into the thing they're doing and you go mm, maybe not as exciting as you think it's it like is. just because you love salty dirt doesn't mean that i'm gonna make it the rest of my life but look maybe i would have been happier if i had of but exactly yeah are we uh not yet 
Okay, we can cut that. But yeah, back to these bacteria. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Yep. We're, we're trying to trying to figure out what dosage of caffeine to give them, and we thought we'd done it correctly, just a small amount or whatever, like I don't know, like a a teaspoon or something. That's all good, and they just completely flatlined. And I remember we had like a substitute that day or whatever, and he came over <laughs> and he's like, oh, how much did you give it? And we're like, oh, like a teaspoon. He's like, no, you meant to give it like a hundredth of a teaspoon. So what we'd done is we'd literally injected so much caffeine into this bacteria that we'd caused the whole colony to go into <laughs> cardiac arrest. I mean, yeah, talk, talk, attack. talk about cocaine. Uh, let's just say that that was, that was, yeah, that was not a shiniest moment in that sign. In that no, but it was and like every say, single prac something would go wrong. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of shining moments though. So, no, you know, it was one of those things where, uh, it was definitely one of the low points, but there wasn't that much higher from it. <laughs> no, the the next year, you and I were in different classes. There was a, there was a third bloke as well who we always did our practice with. You were in a class with him, and I was in a separate class. But they ran at the same time, and they were like connected to each other. And we're doing a prac one day, and um, the teacher that we had in year eleven was your teacher, and she came into my room, and she's like, "Oh, the boys that you used to do the practice with last year, they've actually." done it right this time like you guys i can't remember what we're doing but you had done something and you'd done it correctly and it was the first prank you'd done without me so she came over to see if i was the problem and me and my partner had completely bunged it up and it wasn't working and then she was just absolutely rinsing me going you were the reason that this never worked Jono, i uh I, I think I'd, I want to give you a couple warnings. Okay, you know, we live sure. in a very we live in a we live in a, a world where we're doing most of our stuff online. Lots of talking to people on cameras. Way too to much. People, sharing this each chair for like twelve hours today. Honestly, more. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. more. Honestly, a lot, and it, and it, it's worrying. And I will say, sometimes what you need to do is you know you can't sort something out, so you need to help someone, or you're sharing your screen with someone so you can help them. Yes. I just want to warn you next time you do it that you don't do something like my teacher. It happened a couple of years ago. Okay, okay. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. I I was in a classroom and this teacher didn't really know how screen sharing worked. Is this a university class? This was a university class. Yeah, so they're, um, they're probably older than the university itself. You would be correct. They are probably, <laughs> yeah. They are the age of which you probably start listening to ACDC, unironically. You know? Gotcha. Exactly. Gotcha. Makes sense. You get really excited when you when you listen to that kind of stuff. Right. And they were probably there in that one video of where they're going down near the, the market. Point, yes, the point iconic being, video. The iconic the video. video. Point, point being, screen sharing can be dangerous. Yes. My teacher, they were, they were teaching us about something and they were showing something on their screen. And... Sometimes you don't realize what the screen is catching, so you can catch the whole screen and you can catch the, the, the window. Yep, yep. Big difference. It always bungs everybody up. It's difficult. It always bungs I get always it. bungs everyone up. I've been bunged by it. You know this. I had a bit of an issue. Yeah. Let's not talk about what I work on. <laughs> Point being <laughs> that I've, the teacher uh, had minimized minimized the window and showed like a, a chat, and they had just had like three messages to – to like the head dean where they were complaining about another teacher. 
No, it, and now the yeah. entire lecturer what I has seen like this. Another this lecturer, oh, like no. another lecturer, another lecturer, another complaining about, about this. About about this other going like, going like, this teacher doesn't know what they're doing, and then they're going, listen, just like give them a chance, come on. And it was that weird moment where like he had gone, they gone quiet, and we were all in. There was probably like twenty kids in this class. 20 people in this class and we're all watching the screen and we're all obviously, you know, typing private messages to each other because obviously, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh my God, because obviously there was like, what it? the hell is this kid? Yeah. And, uh, let's just say, uh, there was this weird, awkward moment where, where they had, where he like was, and, uh, right. And we're going to move on. And they, they went and they quickly started like frantically trying to oh, so they realized that, it was showing what it should yeah, be showing. Because you know, oh. you you know, you you put your hand over the team screen and it'll pop up with a little video of what, what's happening. Yeah, gotcha, sometimes it'll gotcha. have a little video and you can see what you're what it's showing. So it showed the video and uh needless to say, he realized that everyone had seen these this this like line of like t- eight messages where they were getting where they were complaining against the person. Oh, like it's a proper yeah. roast. Yeah, it was it was a bad it was so bad. <laughs> Luckily, I feel it's one of those things. Where it's hard to know other when it's like a high school. If someone's complaining about a, a another lecturer, you probably know that you probably know that teacher in high school, right? Yeah, in uni, at least you definitely. don't know. You don't always know what that lecturer is. Yeah, there's a high chance you'll you'll never meet them before. Yeah, and thank God I never did. That was what? an awkward conversation. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Now I swear there's like different scales to this at uni. I had a a guy on the on the other hand who just openly just shared private stuff on his on his computer like stuff that you're not meant to be showing everybody and this was back when i still can't believe this that when i first started uni it's only like four years ago now but we would hand stuff in in person to the submission box and we would literally get our marks back on paper like it wouldn't be in the system but they started what? phasing it in yeah this was you like you did that yeah, I, we did I never that. had to do that. Yeah, That's it was crazy. bizarre. We were like right at the turnaround point because when, was... when we're in second semester, they started like making uh... it compulsory for everybody to do it. Yeah, I I remember uh, I was talking to someone and it was when it was a couple like a couple years older than us, and they were saying they were like they would have to finish their 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 essay and then like bolt across campus to hand it in yeah. their selection block. Box. You'd have to like never, jump I... on a on a train and zing it yeah. into the uni to submit. I... I, I was luckily never had to do that. I was always online. But this is something I didn't think anyone like I didn't think yeah. would, anyone I knew had to do. Look, with there's this. actually pros to it. Like my mate once, the office lost his assignment. They like so oh. they like stamp him off or whatever when they come through. So they had it on record that he submitted it, but it just never ended up anyway. So we got a hundred percent. But then like two months later they found it. But um and he got like I don't know, like sixty one or something. But because he'd Jeez. already been given a higher grade it's university policy that the higher grade state, so he ended up getting a hundred percent. But it's probably the most luckiest lost homework. Imagine if your dog ate your homework, but it was like in the office. Yeah, know? exactly. You'd still you'd still get it. But um, yeah, when they were when the times were changing and they're making it compulsory for all the old lecturers to do online marking, this this particular guy that I had, he couldn't figure out how to do it. So in order to give our marks back, what he did is he just goes like shares his screen in the lecture room on the projector puts everybody's marks up on the spreadsheet and goes this is completely illegal but just look for your name look for your mark don't look at anybody else's mark that's that's that is so bad i remember i got a high school on that test though oh 
Well, first, at least you're not the guy that like probably got like 50 or something or like did yeah. really, really bad. I could flex on could... everybody else. Oh, God. I can just feel the awkwardness. Okay, Joshua, it is time for the first time on Committee Nons to bring back a repeat segment, one we've already done before. How exciting is that? Now, what is that? Well, it's a personal favourite of mine, and I think it's that's definitely not just because it's our only only segment that we have. It, it will always <laughs> have a special place in my heart because of the torment that goes into it. But I would like to welcome everybody to episode two of Hospitality Tales. It's Hospitality Tales. Something, something, gotta have whales. Da-da-da-da, yeah. Now, when it comes to Hospitality Tales, most of them are about our good friend Karen. Not not Karens. They're just just Karen. They're they're all just the same. They're, they're the same character in every story. They're the exact same this, person. Yeah, it's like John Smith, but for Karen. Yeah, exactly. That it's an interchangeable entity. Um, yeah. but, but this we all one, know a Karen. Yes, we all we all do, and we've come across a lot of them. But this one is it, about a Karen, but it's not about just a raging one. It's not about an angry one. There's plenty of them. Plenty of those stories will come. This one. Genuinely, when it happened, I'm like, you are the smartest woman I have ever met. I was just in shock. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that someone actually had, like, the thought in their mind to do this. So let me set the scene. It was a weekend. I worked at a brunch cafe, and you have been to that cafe on, on a weekend in the morning, like a Saturday or a Sunday morning. And it's packed. It's full. Heaps of people everywhere, I- right? I will say this, I have been to the cafe that you worked at and it is crazy how many people go to that cafe. It's a small cafe, but I think with cafes, the smaller they are, the more people go in there. It's because they look busy, so more people come in because they think it must be good. Yeah, it's like how they say the the, the larger the harder to fall. The yeah, smaller the cafe, right. the bigger it looks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're honestly true. So it's one of these mornings. It's absolutely thumping and a bumping. And how it worked behind the bar is there'd be two people on the coffee machine and then you'd have two people like doing cold drinks and smoothies and all that kind of thing, washing dishes, doing Uber orders, just kind of all the rest of the stuff. And then, yeah. it, you know, usually during normal service, there's not that many people coming up to the register to pay. Just every now and then someone might come to pay every three or four minutes or something. And then same thing, every couple of minutes, you might have someone coming to the register. But when it's super, super, super busy, um, it gets crazy. Like you'll have a, a solid line and you might be stuck on the register for 45 minutes or so. And it's just you cutting through this line. And that means that the other guy is left on his own doing all the cold drinks and stuff so if the phone yeah. rings he can't do that because he's doing two people's work on his own so you of have course. to answer answer the phone so keep that in mind but right at this particular stage i think the line was continuously probably about 10 or 12 people long and you'd get through a couple of people and then a couple of people would add and i'm, I'm cranking through people as, as fast as i can you know 20 30 seconds per person which still means you're waiting for like five minutes right it's it's a long time to wait i get it but I get a phone call and I'm like, oh, I, um, you know, it's, it's X Cafe, Jonathan speaking, blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, I'd like to make an order. I'm like, okay, all good. Um, I'll just serve this next customer um, and then I'll get back to you, put them on hold, serve the customer, pick them up. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'd like to, make a, like to make a phone order. I'm like, yeah, no worries. Um, it's pretty busy at the moment. I will give you a heads up. Maybe um, if you're ordering now, 
pop down in in 20, 25 minutes or something. Like, it's going to be a long wait. And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. I'm like, oh, she's going to have a go at me for long wait times. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just, like, super busy. She's like, oh, no. Right. I'm here. I'm like, oh, what do you mean you're here? And, like, in my head, I thought that she was just, like, waiting outside or something, like, you in were, the car. Like, right. a lot of you, people do that. Right. You were you were worried they were about to, like, go uh, you know, nuclear, they were like going to say, yeah. why is it, why can't it be so quickly? hundred percent. I was ready for an explosion. But then when she said she was here, I thought, oh, okay. She's like waiting outside the car. I'm like, oh yeah, outside. She's like, no, I'm in the line. And she waves oh. at me. This lady is like four people back in the line. There's only like three people in front of her, three or four people. And she's rung me up to try and jump ahead of everybody else. And it's a terrible move. You should never do that. Please never do it. And I set her docket to the side and waited till we actually got to her and, and, oh, and then put the order on. on the board. But, yeah, she, I couldn't believe that. She found the ultimate way to push in line boss still being yeah. in light because she's just running and got ahead of all those people. Genius. I, I will say, John, as someone who's a big fan of trying to find ways to cut corners sometimes, that's such a genius. That's so genius. I just couldn't you, believe it. Damn, I wish – are you telling me that if that had happened, you would 100% always take away the dog to the side until they come? Oh, yeah, because it was a dog move. You can't do oh, that. Okay, 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 wait. Then their problem was they had specified they were in line. What they yeah. should have done is not specify not they were in line. Not told me, 100%. Not told And then when they got there, you just like – you know, if you had already like ordered your food or something for pickup, you just order your coffee. Yeah. So you have. I actually don't know if that's. But the thing is, there's no, there's no point her even being in the line. What would have been smarter is, and like, if she was trying to be smart about it, is just ring up, order, and then come down when it's ready. But she hadn't had the foresight. She'd got there and seen that it was super duper busy, and then gone, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and find a way to fast track that. And luckily. Well, unfortunately for her, she got put with the one employee who just has zero tolerance for customers pulling sneakies. Jono, I've realized something about the news recently that I'm trying to find stuff that you know makes me laugh because let's be honest, we're in that kind of state right now. Yeah, oh, 100%. You've got to find humor in something or you're you going to have a bad time. You've got to find humor in the small things. And I found a story the other day about a woman... Uh, they it was a vaccine scam, I guess. And a vaccine had, scam, right? They had got a card for the vaccine, but they had misfilled it because they obviously didn't get one, and somehow they'd gotten a card, right? Oh, like but yeah, I writing, didn't have that in mind. But is it like a card, and it's like first it, dose, second yeah. dose, and you like right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah exactly. But I think I I think it might have been not here. It might have been America, but yep. they got in a card for it. And instead of writing Moderna, they'd write a Maderna, M-A-D. Oh, no. And it's just like, <laughs> you got you, you got to be disappointed in that. you got to be like, of all the times you like, had put it all into effort, and then you fuck up the spelling. <laughs> See, people um, are a bit skeptical of the AstraZeneca vaccine. I'm not. I haven't. Big promotion. Go and get your AstraZeneca. But 
that's not the one to be worried about. You need to be worried about the LD version of Moderna. Moderna. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't go to your local I mean, I've got your local German Aldi. supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> don't go don't go to Aldi where they've got Moderna. That's probably not the place you want to go for your for your vaccine. I'm it's like, where did you find it? Oh, yeah, it was just in the bargain bin in the middle yeah, aisle. Look, look, they were telling me if I just give them 50, 50 cents, they'll give me a card. I mean, a vaccine. But, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely a vaccine. Definitely. Uh, uh, you want a vaccine? Yeah, yeah. We, we've got vaccines. Follow me. Is that, yeah? Follow me. <laughs> I, I want to say something on the, on the vaccine. Right. Um, it's just, I don't know why people are going to the, like, the, the big vaccine hubs. Because you see the pictures on the news and everything. It's like video footage. Just these lines of people saying, I've seen it on TikTok. People are like waiting for three or four hours to get vaccinated. I just booked yeah. privately at just a local GP. I went in there. I got there 20 minutes early and I was actually out before I was even meant to have my shot. Like that is just book privately. That's what my yeah. recommendation is. Cause no one knows you can do it. I think so. Everyone's just going to like the show. I think it's because like it's one of those things where you know everyone has been sort of gone right. You know we know where the vaccine hub is. We know where we get tested. So yeah. everyone flocks to the places they know. Just goes but everyone the main just goes, one. But also, I think some people you know they might want one specific over another one for some reason, and they know that this place actually does this specific thing over another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it, fair. You know. I I respect that decision. Yeah, but no, it was great. Like I got a lollipop in mine and and everything. <laughs> I will say the best part of getting any vaccination is the lolly you get afterwards. I feel like my my excitement about a vaccine, a hundred percent depends on the lolly or sweet I'll get after it. Right? Have you got I'm, it yet? I have not gotten it yet. Have you booked I in though? I have. I believe I'm getting in a couple of weeks. Oh, because week I was going to suggest you go where I am because you can take as many lollipops as you want. Oh, There's no limit. I oh, know. That's, that's a top that. tier vaccine spot. I remember uh, getting vaccine in, in, in school. And oh, they, mate, they had that was like the the best like comedy oh. to ever witness. You just see the like toughest people in the year level <laughs> just, just like breaking crumble. down, like <laughs> yeah, and it, it was very <laughs> humbling for them. I think. Uh, it's like anyone, all the people that are like good at sport, they have these big muscly arms, and they just crumble in the corner, like lying, like they've just you know, being knocked in the head or something, yeah. you know? I got They're roasted by the it. nurse one day at one Ooh. of those things because I, we, mm. we went to a bit of a, a schmancy school and we had to wear the long the long sleeve, like, button shirts. Right, And they yeah. had the, yep. the button on, on the wrist. And um, for some reason, I don't know why, but she wanted to put it in my, my right arm. I'm right-handed. She wanted to put it in my right arm. I don't know. I oh, must have man. had like something wrong with my left arm. I don't know. Maybe she was just playing with me. <laughs> yeah, too thin. <laughs> she couldn't. The, the needle was, was like too big. <laughs> yeah, it was a stick. If she put it in, it would just go straight through it. It'd be it would really go bad. Straight through it. Yeah, but um, on my my uh, like, if you're using your your right arm, you've got to undo your button with your left hand. That's really hard. But I managed to do it. What was harder is just do it, doing it up. So I just got my mate to do it for me, and the we kept got kept in like the holding pen once you had your your shot or whatever you just go like next door and you'd sit there for 20 minutes yeah. she walks in and she just goes how old are you and i'm like oh, oh no she's talking to me i'm like oh i'm like i don't know 14 she's like well when my kids were four years old they could do their own buttons so i don't <laughs> see why there would be any point any need for you to get your friend to do it okay he's gonna oh. look after himself he's just had a vaccine i'm like 
Oh, slow the hell down. Yeah, that I'm is getting him to fill is... up one button on my screen go, because I'm right-handed. Yeah. Go back to doing slightly poorly versions of of, of vaccines. Yeah, yeah exactly. Criticizing me for, for having problems with doing my button up. I will say, Jonah, as I said, I, I feel like my, my enjoyment of a vaccine directly is compared to the lolly you get afterwards. And as you said, you know, we went to a schmancy school and I feel like in that school, you always had like a, there was like a bucket of like those Allen's. It was uh, the Allen's bags, or the, right? the natural the snake company snakes. Oh yeah. yeah. All the snakes. I feel like that's a pretty high tier. I remember once going and they gave me like one of those like little like cherry raspberries. That is such a low bar. Oh, that's not good. The, oh. the main reason I want to give mm. blood is because if you go to, um, I think, the Victorian Blood Bank, I think that's what it is, you get oh, a cookie. Oh, you get the cookie. You, yeah. That's uh-huh. the ad. You get the best cookie you ever get, apparently. Yeah. That's what that, they keep telling me. And it must be ex- – I don't know if it's actually beneficial because I haven't gone, but if I'm going to donate anywhere, that's where I'm going because I want to get the cookie. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I, I don't have any interest in drawing blood, but I'll do it just to get the bloody cookie. If it's that good a cookie, and that's what I claim, it seems like it's claiming to be. It is a damn good cookie. I'm oh, here yeah. for the cookie. The the issue is they don't actually want my blood because I, I've had, <laughs> I've had lots of issues with my immune system. So I got True. no white blood cells. I'm also vegetarian, so I probably got no iron. I got no beads or <laughs> what else. It's probably just like water yeah. in there. They give it to I someone agree. who's on death's door, and they just just collapse. <laughs> You're probably not that help. I don't think I'm that much more of a help either. I think between the two of us, we probably could mix our blood and oh. probably make a good enough blood. It's you know, it's like taking two fives and make it into a ten. You know. Yeah, exactly. That's totally how it works. But can you yeah, imagine if I had to like show you a picture of the person you're getting blood from? So like you've been in a massive car accident, oh. they scraped you off the side of the road, you're propped up against the ambulance, like bleeding out, and they they put the they've got the drip in your arm, and there's like a photo of like the donor on the bag of blood, <laughs> and they just see this like six this... foot one, lanky, pale, anemic looking yeah. fella, and they just go, Oh mate, <laughs> I'm I'm not long for this world. <laughs> Okay, I've got an idea for an invention for you. What if yep. they made like a Tinder for blood donors? It's like you're on yeah, this store and this, and this and this nurse will shove a phone in front of you and you just swipe left or right based on what the first person looks like. You're like, no, you not know, that one, not that one, like, not that what one. What do you want their blood, bro? No, nah, I don't want that person. She's got nah, Angus, you're bleeding out, bro. Make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, everyone keeps flicking and trying to look for someone who's healthy enough. But, you know, it's photos. It's like a face photo. It's and like, and then it's full of, like, people with pimples because they've just gone to get the cookie. and <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Jono, talking about bringing up back the classics. Maybe a little too soon, but we're just going to go in anyway. i got an update for you. Oh, I'm ready. What is this ready regarding? Ready for it? This is the new segment called Trying to Do a Skateboard. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> the, the tech, uh, not the technology, the terminology that the kids use. The terminology, yeah. As the as the kids would say, trying to do a skateboard uh, in the first episode, obviously. Hey man, you want to go do a skateboard? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you want to try skateboard? It's not a drug, I promise. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I haven't been able to do too much skateboarding lately, Jono. I'm hearing excuses already. I'm disappointed. I know this. 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 This is an update. Which is honestly just disguising a complaint I've got. <laughs> yeah, I, yes. <laughs> this is this is an update which is disguising the complaint and complaining I'm going to. I do. want to hear your excuse so, for not being able to to skateboard very frequently. So okay, first of all, 
I, I could be just using my bike helmet, and I will say this: I was re- I was getting ready to make sure my uh my my skateboard helmet was coming in the mail because you know you need a proper skateboard helmet to do skateboarding. A blood bucket, no, they call it. A blood bucket, obviously, as the kids would say. And I have had the worst luck. Oh no! I, I got <laughs> I, I just so when you I first did it, so this is now so this is now a month ago jesus christ this only been I'm already been a month wow it was a, a month time. ago when when i when i was when i got my first helmet it was too small so i sent it back and then can i, I say you got the, like the biggest skull size possible like, i i got the same size helmet and it's huge head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta fit all those brains in there somehow <laughs> like i i have lived my entire life up until the point i met you thinking i had a big head I'm the biggest size of everything mm. to do with headgear. And then you come along and I'm like, okay, I there is somebody else huge, out there. <laughs> I have got a huge melon. And I thought that the XL would be fine and I was excited for it and I bought it and it didn't fit. <laughs> so I was looking, I went looking for, I went, pardon? It's disappointing. I know it's disappointing. Uh, I, I went looking for one and I found one. I actually found one that was a perfect size for me. And not only that, but I had put, I went and I bought the larger size because there was no way I was going to get something that wasn't. And I sent a message to them saying, can we just confirm that what I got, that the thing that was, that I ordered is going to come in the mail? Because I was just a bit paranoid going into this. What do you mean? Can, can I just confirm that my parcel will actually get to me? <laughs> well, it was actually going to get to me, and that it was the right size, right? Mm-hmm. And so I got a message like, "Hey, just just confirming that I that I that I sent and that I order for this, and I'm going to get this." Say, "Yep, no worries. We we got the order for the XXL. Yep, XXXL. Actually, it was three XL. Oh, <laughs> fantastic! Yes, I have a huge melon. Um, it was a three XL helmet. I was excited for this, and three days ago, I was so excited because in the mail, you wouldn't believe it." helmet came fantastic Here i was so excited and the only thing i need the only thing i needed was to get my to get my elbow and knee pads because otherwise i'll be fucked if i'm gonna back if i'm gonna fall over without them, i haven't obviously. got them and i kind of regret it i've already got like a like a permanent scar on my uh, on my Look, knee from like day two that, that's fair that's fair and i will say Jono, i went to go look in and somehow First of all, I thought they had fucked up the box because the box came up and it said lime. I had the, I had got this purple one, and I'm yep. sure you know, you know, put it here, Josh, on the YouTube video, put it there. You idiot, there. Okay, there you go. Perfect right? spot. So, perfect spot. So you got the video. There's it was a purple helmet. It was a purple helmet because I like purple. Okay, I got a purple helmet, and the first thing I see, not a great start. On the box it says lime green. <laughs> yeah, that that it says lime green. You can look at that and go, hmm. <laughs> Not only does it say lime green, it said lime green, and next to it had XS. I'm like, oh okay. no, that's alarm bells. My first yeah. was okay. Let's let's just hope that they 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 had forgotten the box. It's a different. Just box. like grab a random box they, and put the helmet in it. They put a different. They put it in a different box. It's fine. The problem came when I undone the box. I took out my helmet and I noticed on the the helmet, I was going, "This looks fine. It probably's fine size wise." On the on the helmet, I had a sticker that said "X small, extra small." I'm like, what has happened? I have gone out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> I have gone out of my way this time. <laughs> I, there's no excuses. I've literally gone out of my way 
to to make sure that this is going to be the right helmet for me. I've waited what feels like forever. I I, I, I actually went out of my way to have a conversation about this. I know it sucks. I the one time, the one time, the worst part about this, Jonathan, I haven't I haven't sent the message about it yet, and I will be doing it very quickly. My, my problem is, I'm 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 scared to complain because I feel like I'll look like a Kevin. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be a male be Karen. Detrimental. I'm too scared. How do I? How do you? How do you in these days complain about something? I've got a genuine, re- genuine reason to complain. I understand that. I've got a genuine reason to complain, but I can't. I'm too scared to complain. See, <laughs> I was actually I feel like... in this position myself recently. We we ordered oh, um, fantastic fish fish and chips. I think it was, and um, I, I ordered a, a veggie burger, whatever, blah blah blah. Um, Drove up there, 10 minutes or so, got to drove back, 20-minute round trip. Mum and dad got their fish and chips, all good. Open up the veggie burger. It's a beef patty. And oh, look, if I... If are I you sure me, it was I, an impossible burger? Oh, maybe my, my, it's an that's impossible That's what my dad burger. thought. He's like, oh, maybe... <laughs> are you sure it's just not like fake meat or whatever? I'm like, yeah, like... It's it's a fish and chip shop. It's not a high gourmet fish and chip shop. It's it's the place where like ten people's food costs like two dollars fifty. Yeah, right? it's one it's of those. Pla- places. <laughs> it's it's a place where they've got newspaper in the windows, but everyone goes there. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it, gotcha. yeah, look, if I had a if I had a water chicken, I got beef. It would have been fine, but yeah, I don't don't well, eat beef. So I, we, to, we rang them up, and I, I felt terrible. It's the first time I've ever been on on that end, and. I kind of understood why, like customers, like get so angry about it because it was like, oh, like you've got home, you think you're gonna eat, and then you got to ring up and try and say it really nicely. Hey, like I think you guys have made a mistake, blah blah blah. Then you've got to drive all the way there again, another ten minutes there. Then you've got to explain yourself at the counter, and that's like really hard because they're like, "What do you mean?" Like I'm stumbling over my words, like trying to be nice about it. I'm like, "Oh, so I what is? I think it's wrong. I mean, it is wrong, but blah, blah, blah. like." I think yeah. you're too passive. You just got to be like, "Hey, you, you guys yeah, made a mistake. You, I'm fine with it, but like, can we just sort it out?" Yeah. How do we? How do you broach the subject without looking like an asshole? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sitting here waiting because I know the only solution is either I give them an email or the dreaded I give them a call. And I don't no. give a call. No, I don't. I don't no, <laughs> I don't want to do it. No situation <laughs> ever requires a phone call. I know, but it's one of those things where it's almost breaching that point where, like, you either have to give them a like a, a like a decent email where you explain the problem and you send photos, or like you just you just have to give them a call. And I don't want to give them a call. Look, you might I, have to, I mean, but in look, in the meantime, have you have you been out? Have you been skating at all, or are you just waiting for the helmet? I I've I've been I have not been skating. And I, hmm. I wish I have, Jono. I've just, I feel deflated is what I have right now. I'm feeling look, deflated. What what you have to look forward to is, is a world of just trial and error and error and error and error. Because <laughs> that's what I've been doing. Honestly, there's, we touched on this in episode one, like learning a new thing as an adult. It doesn't get easier confidence-wise. No. Like every, every single, I like, I see people like skating. Uh, people have actually started skating around the neighborhood since I've started. Like I think people who have had skateboards and have done it have gone, oh, like I might get mine out again Jono, and do it. Jono, I got to interrupt you. I agree. It's one of those things where some is coming and people are getting out. And you'll never believe this. On one of my recent walks on my dog, I found the local skate crew. 
Oh found, no! The the <laughs> click. I found the, I found the slope or skate click. There's the a groms. church near me. There's a church like down a couple streets, like in like a corner area where I I don't often go. Yeah. But in there, there's this like random wood, um, like ramp, and there's like a couple of like kids, and they're clearly like you know thirteen and fourteen. But like they're all doing skate stuff there. I'm like, oh no, I found the local skate click. This is one of those movies. This is where like the skate click are like the enemy. And like I have to like be like I'm like, you know, it's like twenty one jump street. I'm like the kid I'm like pretending to be one of you. Hey guys, I can do a skateboard. Watch me. I, oh I reckon it's, God, it's a story can't. of compassion and friendship where, you know, they're thirteen, they're they're doing their vaping, they're there, all the essays. But then mm, a, along Dick comes Cox. this grown man, full-time worker <laughs> who uh, with the, the world's biggest like wheelie bin as a helmet comes over and he, he joins their crew and you're like, you're their guy. That's what uh, you've got to I'm look like, forward to. I'm like, their mu- I'm like their muscle. Maybe I could roll with the crew yeah, around town yeah, and be like yeah, the muscle. exactly. They, they okay. become your posse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Oh, my God. But, this is true. I would give updates on this then. Yeah, please do. I look forward to this documentary series. But <laughs> you, you see people who have been skating for ages. They just come out of the driveway straight onto the road or whatever. I literally have to like walk onto the street, place the board down, get on. And I, every time I start, it's like I've never done it before. I, I'm falling over. So I can't scary. balance. It, it, it's like terrifying. My heart rate is like 150. But uh, for the first time um, a couple of days ago, I actually went on, I lived near a bike path. I went on the bike Ooh. path because I've been like training. I've been like going, there's like a playground near me with like smooth concrete paths, oh, little inclines. Classic, yeah. yeah. And I've been, I've been like practicing, like going straight and doing a little turn and, and going up the hill and then coming down and breaking and um, nearly run over a dog today. So it's not going <laughs> too well. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm at, <laughs> let's not worry. At about least you that. didn't. Yeah, okay, moving on, moving I on. Did it. I, I did it, I didn't. Um, it, it was like seriously jumping in front of it. But yeah, I got to the stage where I'm like, I am confident enough that I can actually go along along the path. And that's that's why I got the board because I'm like, just the image of cruising down near the river or whatever at, at nighttime, you know, it's getting warmer now, it's getting lighter at nighttime, like it'll be, it'll be so nice. And what I discovered, if you live anywhere near trees, it's like impossible to skateboard because there's just like yeah. these little gum nutty acorn things. So I've oh, been on this like no. super smooth so, like concrete yeah. path in like the So not only area. do you have to worry about like the like the wobbling of your normal skateboard, you've got to worry about like the other side skateboarding rumbling it's, over it's the gum honestly nuts. Honestly, like driving on corrugated iron. So like this like this urban section and it's mm. just like smooth concrete, and then you go into like where these trees are, and it just goes like. <laughs> Right. Like you're you're rattling and you're going absolutely nowhere. But I will look, say, John, I I have uh, I've realized that currently my 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 plan is I have like this I have a I have obviously everyone has a driveway, but I have like I've realized when I was practicing at the start that my driveway actually is in itself a on a on like a a, in, a decline. Yeah, which is not a, a good decline? thing. No, in, incline, 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 but it's a decline, the opposite of an incline, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But my problem is, I'm realizing it's not good for starter skaters. I think like it doing is. Like an incline. I disagree because I'm the... stuck and I don't have any direction to like hold on to and I'm like scared. Yeah. I've and been if doing you can't like. can't stop, 
than the oh yeah so i've so instead of taking like the long like 10 meter route i've been like just doing like the the width of like the two to like one and a oh, half you've been meter, going like, across ways across <laughs> i'm just trying to get like my balance on the board because jesus christ it is just it's gonna be a met it's gonna be a lot of work but i'll tell you what Jono, if 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 we can pull ourselves together i hope that by summertime we can like go skating across the beach because that's my ultimate We're going to get a UE boom. We're going to go down to St. Kilda. We're going to have ice cream in one hand. We're going to have the sunnies on and we're just going to be cruising with our helmets. Always wear your of helmets. We're at maybe this age some, in life. We're maybe like some knees the only and thing elbow. We yeah, exactly. Dare I say it? Maybe some knee and elbow pads too. I think we need them. And our, yeah, wrist guards and everything. Wrist but guards. No, I, I, I look oh. forward to it. To, on the topic of like tech, Jono, I tell you what I saw the other day. I saw a shirt that's like body armor. It's what? for motorbikes. Yeah, yeah. It's, got, it's like a it's like a thing with like some padding on the back and some on the front. I was so tempted to get it. <laughs> that's that's actually really smart. We should they have um yeah, it's kind of like motorbike armor, but I remember I used to do like um mountain biking and we had a mate mm. who was really into downhill. Yeah, and he had it was called <laughs> like a turtle shell or something. So it's like yeah, yeah like a big like a back plate that you wear. Uh, yeah, it's I, like I a thing and it. it's like a, it's basically just a shirt that you that that I saw and you put it on and you got a little back plate and I'm very much considering getting one of those too. Look, when when we start riding down mountains at breakneck speed, we need them. But 100%. Look, everybody knows about the the 10,000 hour rule. It takes 10,000 hours to be a master. We're not going to be masters, but there's another nope. rule that I've been talking to you a lot about with this podcast. That's true. We've we've been going, look, it's 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 tough it's tough work it's not we listen to an episode and we go oh it's not exactly where we want it to be but this is this is rule it's a ted talk i recommend it talking about the 20 hour rule and how the first mm. 20 hours is where like 99 percent of people will give up when they're trying to do something barely anybody it might i think it's even less than even more than that to be honest give up like not even one percent of people make it past the 20 hours of a new hobby and in those 20 hours you actually like can't improve. You can improve a little bit, but you can barely get anywhere. But once you get past them, that's when you've done all the bulk learning, you've done all the grinding, and then you can actually start making like big progress, big strides. So that's what I'm hoping. I don't think it will. That's what I'm praying happens with skateboarding. I'm like, I'm about 10 or 11 hours in, do the same again, another 10 hours, and then I'm going to be a champion. Then I'm going to be a master. That's what I have in my head. Jono, we've made it. Another episode of The Comedian Ons. How are you feeling? We're three episodes in. You know what? I said it uh, last episode that we're coming for Hamish and Andy. I said it as a joke. This time, I'm saying it for real. I'm feeling confident. Uh, we're honing our what, craft. We're honing it. And uh, we're, we're right now in that Karate Kid phase where they're practicing. They're doing wax on, wax off. Yeah, I'll exactly. Tell you what, we're getting there. We're, we're warming up. And it has actually been really good to see the amount of support. I was... Without without going into the analytics, I was expecting about fifteen or twenty people to listen to the the first episode we dropped the pilot, and you know we've got to the stage now where we've released that or a couple ahead, and we're looking at the numbers, and it's far in excess of that, and it's it's really really nice to see these people crawling out of the woodwork, people we haven't talked to for for years. People I've never talked to before, just you know, dropping into the DMs and going, "Hey man, I listen yeah. to the podcast. Like, keep up the good work, you guys. You guys are the hero, honestly. Yeah, it, it, it makes, that's pre- what makes it. 
it's honestly so surprising that everyone's going, we go on you. I'm like, oh my God, is that, is that praise? Is yeah, that what exactly. this feels like? Because like pilot it, um, episode, we didn't know what we're doing. The audio was terrible. Everything went awry. Don't get me started. And, and, but people are like, hey man, like it didn't matter. Like they're literally like pushing us forward and they're like, hey, like man, it, like it doesn't matter. Like if you, if you keep sticking at it, like it'll, it'll improve. Like you'll, you'll do really well. And it's, it's to all of you people. Thank you so much. But with that, you know, that compliment out of the way, you won't get them from me very often. That being <laughs> that you, you were right. It does bring us to the end of episode two, the episode title this week, The Smartest Karen in the World. And we will catch you on our socials, Joshua. You can find us on Twitter, on YouTube, on Insta and TikTok. Very nice. I have, I have actually Easy. followed us on Instagram this week. I don't have us on I anything know. else, I, but I followed the Instagram that's crazy. account. It's crazy. We're here. All right. <laughs> so we'll catch you on the <laughs> socials and we'll also catch you All right. next week. I'll see you next I'll see you next week, Joe. Bye bye. See ya. Adios. <laughs>